Hey, welcome to Rocket Nation. Saul Marquez here. I want to talk to you about Fullscript. Fullscript is a virtual dispensing platform that lets practitioners dispense professional grade supplements and improve patient adherence from anywhere. It has the most comprehensive catalog of products and has adherence tools like refill reminders and auto reorder. It even sends medically reviewed wellness content to your patients. It's simple to use, loaded with features, and integrates with you and your patients' day-to-day -day lives. For example, when you write a prescription, it's sent directly to patients via text or email, and when they order supplements, they're shipped right to their door. The best part of it all, it's free. So, to try Fullscript today, if you're considering adding supplements to your treatment plans, check out their comprehensive guides and best practices on how to do it. Visit fullscript.com rocket. That's fullscript.com slash rocket. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez here. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Jason Montre. He's a president of Pareto Intelligence. As the president of Pareto Intelligence, he provides strategic leadership and oversight in pursuit of Pareto's mission to build innovative practical analytics and technology solutions that solve their clients' most complex business problems. With the ever-increasing volume and velocity of healthcare data, Jason's leadership keeps Pareto ahead of client needs, always anticipating what's next, and helping healthcare organizations harmonize desperate data and translate it into actionable insights to improve value-based outcomes. Jason brings an exceptionally valuable perspective to Pareto clients from his experience as a co-founder and CEO and president of Land of Lincoln health. There, he led strategic initiatives, innovative product development, and operations for Illinois' first new insurance company in 25 years. Under his leadership, he enrolled over 75,000 members and became the state's fastest growing insurance company in 2015 with 300 million in revenue. I'm excited to touch on what Jason and his team are doing to improve the way that we approach value-based care, value-based outcomes in today's tough environment. Jason, such a pleasure to have you here with us. Thanks for joining. Thanks, Saul. It's great to be here today. I look forward to a great discussion. Likewise. And so before we, we dive into the work that you guys do at Pareto Intel, really wanted to just spend a little bit of time getting to know you better and what inspires your work in healthcare. Yeah, thanks, Saul. You know, it's, I find it easy to be inspired working in healthcare. You know, healthcare is personal. It touches everybody. And we all interact with the system in one way or the other, and we've probably all been frustrated by the system one way or the other. I have a personal mission statement, which is that we have a responsibility to leave things better than we find them. And I try to take that to my home, to work, society, kind of my interactions. And, and certainly that's largely informed how I've approached my career in healthcare. And my entire career has been spent in healthcare and constantly looking for ways that uh, we can improve the system. Um, and that we can find ways to to continue to bring high quality, affordable healthcare to people. And so, you know, from being a part of a not-for-profit health insurance plan in my career um, to my work here at Pareto, that's usually uh, the guiding force for me. Is what is it that we can do to help improve this? I think it's great. And you know, your mantra of always leave it better than when you were here is something that I live by. And you know, I talked to my my three year old about it, and I just you know talked to my employees about it too. And I really believe that's a great way to to approach anything in life to leave it better than when you got there. And so, 
How are you and in, in your business adding value to the healthcare ecosystem, Jason, through your work at Pareto? You know, Pareto, we aim to solve the most complex challenges in the business of healthcare. A lot of our work is centered around helping health plans and healthcare providers organize and interpret their data. As volume and the velocity and the variety of data in our business has exploded, the challenge is the systems that we use haven't caught up with that. And when the systems can't keep up with the data, it's a huge problem. For example, a health plan might have a 70-year-old member, and, and that member may have diabetes, but she also may suffer from mental health issues and might live in an area that has a food desert and doesn't have reliable transportation to be able to get to those uh, meals or to the doctor. There's actually a lot of resources that this member may have at her disposal through her health plan and the, com and the community, but many times uh, the plans and the providers can't organize a disparate piece of information together to be able to help that individual. And with Pareto's help, that memory can be connected to the different resources that are available, have the clinical conditions cared for, connected to transportation needs and, and the food options that are needed all in one kind of holistic way. And so it's really around helping organize and normalize and enrich data so that um, people can be better cared for. Great. And it's all about that aggregation in an environment where a lot of things aren't aggregated, right? Everything, like you said, happens in a silo. So talk, talk to us about what you guys are doing that's different or better than, than what's available today. Well, you know, our ability to ingest, normalize, enrich, and compute off healthcare data at scale is a market-leading capability and patented. And, and we have a lot of um, technical solutions that, that are kind of on the front end of where the industry is. But what really makes us different is that we couple that with a deep and rich understanding of the problems that we're looking to solve. We're not just a technology company, we're problem solvers, which is really what is required in this nuanced, complex world of healthcare. Um, nothing in healthcare is simple. And I think many companies end up learning that the hard way. We really see a lot of organizations throw a whole lot of smart people and really cool tech at healthcare. But without the resident knowledge of the problem that needs to be solved, you can fall short of the potential as you keep throwing maybe the shiny new object at the solution. So we tend to look and work backwards from the problem that we're looking to solve and take a fairly agnostic approach on how do we get there. Um, and I think combining modern technology, proprietary analytics, but also that resident healthcare knowledge um, really allows us to be different. You know, that's great. And that insider knowledge is key. And then also having that foresight and, and ability to, to change what normal paradigms insiders have, right, that, that keep us in the rut. And so talk to us about some specifics, Jason. I'd love to hear more about how Pareto has helped your clients improve outcomes or, or make business better. Sure. You know, one of the things that we've identified is that uh, we have to have um, kind of a hyper focus on a few metrics as an organization. You can kind of be overwhelmed by the kind of the art of the possible, specifically with uh, analytics and technology. There's just so much you could do. But how do we focus on things that will actually have measurable outcome? And, you know, saw we were talking a little bit before the call on, on the podcast on the Pareto principle. How do we actually find that vital few and focus there? So a couple of things for us that we know will bring value is a very high return on investment and a very low, what we call time to value. So we know that if we can generate a return for our customers, who again are typically the providers of the health plans of five to one or up to 20 to one on the work that we do, that is going to allow for the provider and the payer to be able to better care for their member and reinvest those savings back. And then one of the things that's been able to differentiate us from our competitors is, is a focus on this time to value and this, this, this translation of data into insights. Mm -hmm. And so we've been able to build a platform that can take data and translate that into insights in days where our competitors take weeks or months to do that. And so that allows for us to be able to more rapidly work with our customers and, and help solve things as members are 
um, working their way through the system and our industry is uh, changing from kind of a batch to a streaming model, our ability to have a platform that can help um, translate that data and, and make real-time decisions is something that healthcare certainly needs and something our customers greatly benefit from. So the more that we can help the plans organize, enrich, and make sense of their data, the better that they can then uh, help their, their customers. And so that manifests itself with a high, high return on investment. Again, we started five to one, but many of our solutions get to the 20 or one or greater in a very low uh, time to value. So again, we're, we're averaging seven and a half days right now of all of our data to inside translation, which is you know months ahead of where our competitors are. So how do you account for that speed? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a huge difference. What would you say ha- like enables you guys to do that? Well, we really uh, made a bet as an organization four or five years ago on our platform that we needed to be able to meet our customers where they're at with their data. And what we saw and continue to hear in, in, the, in the marketplace was a technology organization could only consume healthcare data in a specified format. Otherwise, the entire machinery would break. And we knew that limited the ability for customers to use new technologies and also limited types of applications that could be built. And so what we wanted to build was an ingestion framework framework or give us your data, let's let us make sense of it capability. Um, and it really has proven one of the more valuable decisions that we made as we predicted that that the world would move from you know sending batch files to streaming. You, know, you always find healthcare is kind of a laggard when it comes to a lot of the technology that we see in, in our other parts of our life. And so we really wanted to predict where we thought the, the market was going and kind of overbuild a platform that had capabilities that allowed for us to be uh, much more flexible than what we saw in the marketplace. So really, it starts at the beginning, um, the data fidelity and the hygiene of the data and making sure that we can get the data into our system in a way that we can then organize it and then present back to our customers. That affords us a lot more speed than what we see in the marketplace. Thanks for highlighting that. And, and you know, I'm, I'm curious. So out of all the things that you could be applying your strength on, give me an example. I'd love to hear like a specific, hey, you know, this was the case before and, you know, afterwards, this was the case. Sure. So, you know, if you think about healthcare systems, many systems in healthcare were, were largely designed to do a few things. They were designed to enroll people or kind of account for the eligibility of someone and then pay a claim. Very transactional systems that were purpose-built to do a few things. Well, as the types of information uh, are, that have expanded on, on a member um, greatly over the last you know, 10 to 15 years, the systems haven't caught up for it. So a good example could be your, uh, your iPhone, right? And, or your Fitbit. All of this information now that is relevant to your health, which would be relevant to your healthcare provider or your insurance company for them to be able to better care for you and point you to the programs that they have, the companies don't have any way to actually get that information in a way that they can make sense of it. Historically, even though there was a tremendous amount of information, not just claims, but clinical information, social determinants of health information, mental health information, wearables, um, and all all of these different pieces, there was no way to centralize and organize that. So what our platform can do is, is really widen the aperture of what a provider or health plan knows about a member and then their ability to care for that member expands greatly. And so again, instead of just knowing you went to the doctor and that claim should be paid under the parameters of whatever the provider and the payer have set up, we now know, I go back to the example I gave earlier, that an individual who lives in a community that doesn't have a high degree of uh, reliable transportation, doesn't have food resources, have mental health issues, that can be presented to the provider or the insurance company through our platform in a way that they can holistically look 
at that member and then point the resources available as opposed to saying we only know when this member came in for a claim with that member. Cool. You're able to really go above and beyond in, in the normal data and information that these providers and payers can get to help them make smart decisions about where to put dollars and resources uh, behind. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if one day we went to the doctor and didn't have to fill out that same form every time and reintroduce ourselves to the doctor yes. and do all of that? <laughs> now imagine that frustration. And that's the simple, you know, kind of transactional enrollment information. Think of all the other stuff that, that we should know about a member because it's there. How do we harness all of that and, and then channel that in a way that we can make better care for people? And that's really our goal and our vision. Sounds awesome. And in my eyes, definitely leaving it better than when uh, you started, my friend. <laughs> we yeah. Uh, so, so uh, yeah, you guys, you know what? It sounds like you are. And, and so as you reflect on the, the progress thus far, Jason, what, what would you say is one of the biggest setbacks you've experienced? And what was the key learning that's made you guys better as a result? You know, we were born from a consulting company. And so, you know, solving the problems of our customers is just hardwired in our DNA. Um, but one of the things I think we've learned is that what makes a great consulting project is its nuance, its uniqueness, kind of its bespokeness. And that is a wonderful uh, problem to solve for your customers. But as a technology and product company, one of the things that we have to be able to do is build durable, scalable technology solutions, which mm -hmm. requires to really know the beginning and end of our capabilities and at times be able to say no, which is never easy, probably in any industry as any organization, certainly as a young company. And so I think looking back, we certainly had a few projects that um, in hindsight, if we had a better understanding of where our capabilities started and stopped and uh, understanding the problem that our customers were asking us to solve, we probably could have crafted an alternative approach or maybe discussed a different model than what we did instead of just muscling through. And we're really good at muscling through. I think you'll find a lot of successful you know, technology organizations are great at muscling through. But I think for us, in hindsight, really understanding our technological capabilities marrying that with the problem that needs to be solved and having maybe a little bit more frank conversations with our customers around our approach. Um, I think what we have found is that customers are typically more flexible than you might give them credit for when you're trying to solve their problem. So we're big believers in you know, working with customers to launch new products and solve um, their challenges. But I think having a little bit more um, discipline on the front end and knowing where your goalposts are would serve us well and, and continue uh, our things that we're working on. Well, Jason, for sure. And, you know, having that discipline is is critical. It, it's so easy to lose that discipline and focus and go for that shiny penny. Uh, it's just so, so easy to, to do. But as important as it is to know what to do, it's also important to know what not to do. And it sounds like you guys are doing that in the realm of exciting. What would you say is is inspiring you guys the most today? You know, as I think about the future of healthcare and certainly what our you know, role can be in that. I, I think we can play a really meaningful one in making the system more efficient and effective. I think we're just in the early innings on the ability to harness the amount of data that um, is out there. And I think we're, we're going to see that continuing to explode. And, and again, healthcare is so far behind. So, you know, we believe that the healthcare organizations that are going to be successful will be the ones that can harness the power of the data assets they have um, and do so in, in, in a real time to be able to better care for their members. You know, the transition from fee-for-service to more of a value-based payment is much needed, and it's going to transform our industry. That can only be done with modern technology, data science, and that deep understanding of the problem we're looking to solve. So we think we're really uniquely positioned to do this. We have those capabilities. I think we understand where the market's headed, and we're excited to, to play a role in that. So I think we're, 
we're on we're in the middle of a fundamental change in our industry and and i think it's one that um you know has to happen for healthcare to, to, to continue to improve love it i think it's uh it's a great call out we are in a in a fundamental shifting point in healthcare and we've got to be thinking about that transition point uh working with companies like pareto intel you could find them at paretointel.com to help solve your problems, will help you solve your problems and and apply those analytics and and also insights from various different sources is going to be the way that we do it smarter. And so um, I, I really appreciate the shares you've provided with us today, Jason. I know it's just the tip of the iceberg of what you guys could do. So I'd love for you to just leave us with the closing thought and then the best place where the listeners could reach out to you or connect to learn more. Sure. You know, as we talked about, I think this this transformation healthcare is going through, and most would argue it's probably long overdue. You know, I think this transition from fee-for-service to value-based care is critical for healthcare to be able to really continue. And, and I think you're going to continue to see more horizontal and vertical integrations that force healthcare to, to reevaluate itself. I think new actors are going to come into the market that can disrupt corners or whole rooms of it. And all that's going to be needed to drive forward. And you know, healthcare is incredibly personal, affects all of us, but you know, the system that we have here is a very complex web of payers and providers and technology companies, facilities, the government, pharmacy, and many others that kind of stitch that together. It's, it's really hard. So our fundamental belief is that the system has to be improved by effectively harnessing the power of, of data and translating that into something that our customers and people can take action on. And we're excited to help. We're excited to play a role in that. And we think, um, you know, certainly the best work of ours is yet to come. My information is certainly um, love to hear from from folks. Jay Montre, J-M-O-N-T-R-I-E at ParetoIntel.com. We have a LinkedIn page, a, a Facebook page, Twitter, and we certainly love to have more followers on those properties. But really, really enjoy the time here today, Saul, and, and look forward to any follow-up. Jason, thanks so much. And uh, and I appreciate you and all the work you and your team are doing and, and the insights you shared with all of us. So thanks again, and uh, looking forward to staying in touch. Thanks, Saul.